Thank you for joining me. I'm really grateful, man. Thank you so much. I know you're a very busy, busy woman, and you have a lot of stuff to be doing. And you're able to give out time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it so much, man. You're welcome. Okay, I'll just I do a brief introduction about myself and the podcast and what the session is going to be about before we start programming. Um, my name is Timothy Noali. I'm the podcaster. I talk with Timothy Noali. I'm the host. I started this last year, June 17. It's not the year last week that I've been running this. And the main vision around the, the podcast is to get people that are doing great in their field and come around bring them around um, to hear their story of becoming. We know there are a lot of options or there are a lot of ways to become what we want to become. And um, we have a lot of youth out there that want to become something good. And um, most of them don't know how to go about it. A lot of people have vision, a lot of people have desires, a lot of people have goals, a lot of people have industry. And when we search on the internet, there are a lot of loads of information on how to become and sometimes you are not always sure of the way to go by and try and error is what a lot of people don't want to do these days but so that's why i the idea came to me of bringing people that have testosterone diverse ways of becoming and most likely sure of the best way to go about when trying to achieve a vision or success or something great in life so that's a major vision and the goal of having this and i know you're one of the one of the people that can actually help us in this area and uh, that's why we are so privileged to have you today on uh, on this show with us today man thank you so much for giving our time okay you're welcome and um well done all the achievements and what you're trying to do for the youth thank you so much man. um but i checked through your bio hand <laughs> I was I was entirely shaking like wow I'm going to interview the CEO of one of the great brands across Africa and I was like wow it's a great privilege for me and uh, one of the things that that made this session so important to me is it's about that part we know a lot of people become great but it's almost okay it's becoming something that is becoming a norm in our society now but it didn't start like that um when we were young when we have ladies becoming the ceo the ceo of great brands um the first question i want to ask you my is uh, was there a glitch um for you did your gender make it more easy or more hard or did your agenda had any influence on your work to becoming successful in your career, man? Okay. Um, please confirm you can hear me. I can hear you clearly, man. Okay. So um, I think first of all, I, I, maybe by my own rating, I don't think I've even achieved like up to two percent of what I want to achieve in my life. Yes, I still have like so many other things that. I still um, believe I'll achieve by God's grace. So this is just basically not even the starting point for me in my career. So I would never tell me it as totally successful. But at least I'm grateful that I'm not where I was when I began. So regarding your question about um, whether my gender played a role, well, I do not think so. I don't think that um, anybody's gender plays any role in in or should play a role in their career like i don't see how you being a woman or a man 
influences your career. It's basically your skills, your um, also being um, open to take advantage of opportunities when you see them, being able to take risks, and being able to, you know, hedge the risk when you take them, and having foresight, basically, aside diligence and discipline and all of the others. I don't think that gender should be a factor, is a factor for um, your career growth or anything, because looking back, I don't think that gender played any role or has played any role to any of the feats I've had in my career. Okay, I, I checked through your, your bio, Tuma. You, you studied accounting and now you, now you, I don't know if you, I should call this switched into data analytics or specialized in data analytics. At what point did you decide or what initiated your desire into data analytics? Or what was that thing that made you um, wanted to go more into data analytics? Did anything influence that decision? Okay, so I, I do not just do data analytics, to be honest, and I do analytics in, as a whole. So not even not restricted to data analytics or to even analytics generally. I do consulting, analytics, and all of that together. And that's why I took on that role. So hmm, I've actually, I think that in retrospect, I see that most of the roles I took on from my first job played a key role in like my current job course. I started out with business development, which now is so key for me because it's taught me client relations, people relations, people management, interaction, business, you know, being able to even bring in business. Um, afterwards, I did, I studied accounting, um, chartered, I'm a member of ICANN. So I, afterwards I worked at PwC, I was doing tax, fully and in my last year at pwc i did i was working in a particular unit that made me start to do analysis so while at pwc we already like trying to learn power bi all tricks and all these data analytics tools i also had already got interested and i also started learning some of them on my own but that was not even just it was the fact that i was already doing learning to do analysis market analysis industry analysis business analysis that piqued my interest so when i saw a role for that was being advertised in my present place of work it was actually a lower level that i saw but because i was already interested in that part of the that part like market analysis industry analysis i liked the idea of it i applied for it and after we had discussions like um in the process they knew that i was overqualified for that role so they interviewed me for another opening that was not even aware of was available and i qualified for that so really it's not just even data analysis i think that every aspect or every role i've taken on since inception played a role in where i presently am and i can i don't want to go on about all the stories about how I moved from one role to the other, one company to the other, other. I think the truth of the matter is I learned something from each place I was in, each role I took on. And that's, and surprisingly, because when I started out, I did not even know what I wanted to do. I had an accounting degree. I knew I found numbers easy. I knew that I liked accounting, but I did not even know 
that I would end up doing analytics or even now growing to not just doing analytics, but even moving on to operations. So I really did not know, but, and I always say to people that I meet that really there's no path, there's no path that is set. You just make your path by working. So as you work, you continue to make your path. You, you learn things, you develop interests, you realize some things that if you asked me five years ago, I would never even have thought about it. But as I continue to take on roles and do my roles diligently, I was seeing things I was interested in and I started pursuing them. So really that's the story into transiting into analytics and even merging analytics with operations. You you mentioned the line that uh, I would still want us to talk a little more about, and I want to draw an analogy. You said um, when you were done with accounting, you didn't know what to do, and before things started aligning. Um, so I, I want you to I want to paint the picture of um, a young graduate or a young guy, a youth coming out of service or coming out of university. We know our university has a lot of courses that might not be very relevant in today's Nigeria and they find it so hard to get a job. They are not natural entrepreneurs. They don't have to take kids. So they are not seeing entrepreneurship as an option. Uh, and they are very um, they are very confused of how to get started. If you are to be a mentor to someone like that, um, how would you advise them to get things started for them and start taking up roles? Because they don't even know the role they want to take up. They didn't do professional courses in their school days because they would tell us to focus on, on our grades. Um, so they were fully focused and fully into school. And when they are out of the school, they can't use um, the school certificate to get a job that will fit them or their household. So they really don't know where to start from or how to start living a life. If you would mentor someone like that, what will you, what will you tell someone like that? Or how will you advise someone like that to start, should I say a new life or a good life or a better life? Okay, so really, like as, like I told you, I've not even achieved like quarter or even up to 2% of what I dream of becoming. And I know by God's grace, I'll still get to um, where God is taking me to. So um, when I finished school, I, I was, I'm like one of those people that came out confused. I think I went to like a school that even prepared me better because I went to Covenant that prepared me better for, I would not even say for the world, but like I got information regarding career before I graduated, but I still came out confused because um, a typical accountant when I was in school or a typical accounting student wanted to be an auditor or all of that. And I never wanted to be an auditor. So I was even more confused when I came out. Lucky, I'd already picked some things when I was younger about like some quotes. You yeah, might be dropping them in, in, in here and there. So I already picked some quotes that already used to motivate me. So I picked a quote um, that said, um, where there's a will, there's a way. And it has stuck. So regardless of anything. So I, I didn't know what I wanted to do at that young age. So when I graduated from school, I think I was 19 then. I just picked, um, then I would say, if, you, if you're an accountant or if you're an accounting graduate, you know that once you graduate and maybe somebody asks you, that, ah, what's your discipline? I say you're an accountant. The next thing you say, oh, you're chartered. So I knew that 
for me to even that I was not even in any career path as, as at that time because I was not an accountant. I was just an accounting graduate. So I decided that oh, let me do I can. So I did I, I can while I was doing my youth service. So and that's something that was very instrumental because and a lot of people do not take advantage of that. So first thing I would say is you are graduate, you are fresh out of school, you are confused, don't waste your service year. You might not have the best. I, I was not, in fact, where I was serving, I was not doing anything really technical. Though I was working, it was not really core technical that was able to even direct me to what's next. But I knew that I needed to take, even if it's a professional course, it was not easy to take it then. It was very, it was not even, not very expensive per se, but it was a sacrifice to take on the course. But I did then. So I took, I, I stayed my icon. And when I was in my icon, I started to be exposed to professional um, consulting and all of that. That's how it even started. So I got to understand when in school, I'd seen accounting from different aspects. But of course, the audit was like the major job for accountants, as, like the way we saw it as accounting students. I was a bit confused. When I came out, I saw that, oh my God, there are so many fields in accounting. That's when I was doing I can, there are so many professions I can take on from this. So it's already widened my scope and my horizon. So I would advise anybody that take advantage of opportunities to learn when you come back. If it's reading books, if it's taking professional mm -hmm. courses, that is able to, you know, open your eyes up to different career paths that you can take advantage of. So after that, it was even while doing that, I realized that, oh, as an accountant, even while doing ICANN, because ICANN has different modules that is not just numbers. It's so broad that you learn a lot of things. So while doing that, I even realized that, oh, I can take a business development job, which is what I started with. Mm. So, and that was even a key role, because some people just keep waiting and say, oh, I'm an accountant or I'm a lawyer, so that's the job I'm, job role I'm going to take on. Yeah. You never know. You really never know. Because even when I was taking that on, I was not really happy because I'm just like, ha if I'm investing so much energy, resources, and time on ICANN, why am I doing business development? Well, guess what? Like, I tell you that that is very vital to, because I was really, I finished shy and I'm not really a people person, so I was always quiet. But that exposed me to relating with people. I learned how to relate with people. I learned how to get people to do um, what or buy what I was trying to sell, which was which is vital to now because I'm able to do business development without struggling. And everybody knows that once you get into management, once you get to management level, even from mid-management, you must be able to sell because you are part of that, that business management. So you must be able to sell the business so mm. that taught me vital lesson so really you never know you really never know you really never know because mm. if i like i told you if you told me five years back or even 10 years back that anna what are you going to be doing i will not be able to tell you to be i will never I will, maybe i'll say accounting i'm not doing accounting today mm. so you really need to take advantage of so you need to prepare yourself with all the resources number one don't waste your service here number two when you see opportunities jump at it don't even wait you see opportunities you pray about it, you are fine with it go for it don't go for it and go for it with all your strength your energy with all the diligence and discipline in that business we like grew so fast i was so surprised 
no, even from where I was coming from as a shy person, but because I was putting in so much diligence and energy into it, surprisingly, I was making results. And that's even now taught me that, oh, truly, where there's a will, there's a way. So you take advantage of opportunities. And I think that that's sort it out. So everybody, like for me, I don't really see myself as a typical entrepreneur. But I know I'm vital. I'm a vital part of any business or organization I join into, and that is fine for me because I, when I enter a business, I help the business. I structure it. I help you run. So that is good for me, right? Yes, so yes. you know, everybody does not have to be an entrepreneur. Everybody does not have to be a career or um, a professional person. Some people can take whatever aspects that they want for whatever aspects if you've not figured it out be patient take up read or prepare yourself take advantage of opportunities and just be patient with yourself you end up growing into what you want to be more really you, you don't even know what you're going to be in the next five years i can tell you that there are some people that have it easy that from basically you don't say to be lawyers or doctors and they've gone ahead with it but there are some of us that are so clueless and in this nigeria they are even more cool. In this Nigeria, you are more confused because a few years back, your parents were saying study law. Now, lawyers are any so badly. A few years ago, your parents say study accounting. Accounting are accountants are any so badly. Mm -hmm. In fact, now the rainy thing is startup tech. Mm -hmm. In a few years, I'm sure that something else would have evolved. So mm -hmm. you have to yes. keep innovating and all of that. So really. You just give yourself time, be prepared, and just be diligent in whatever whatever work you find yourself doing. Be diligent and disciplined in it. That's what I was, what I would just say. Wow, thank you so much, ma. <laughs> I want to use a lot of your time, ma. I I have like three questions lined up now. Um, then we'll be done, ma. The first one is um, okay. What do you think is the importance of mentorship, ma? So when in the first process, with, which we spoke about now, um, knowing what to do, after being certain of what to do, or after, being, after taking up an opportunity, is it important for me to look out for a mentor that is a master in that field that will guide me through? Should I consciously look out for a master in that field that will mentor me through, or just keep working and keep learning with the process, man? So I have a different perspective to this, and that's because, like, I don't. So I, I know a lot of Nigerians, maybe not Nigerians or professionals, like emphasize the need for mentors. Mm. I actually see it differently because if you ask me, I don't think I've really had like mentor, like somebody that will say, "Oh my God, this is a career mentor to me." Not really, but I have a lot of people who have mentored me in different ways. Some of them without them even knowing. Some of them with some of them with them even being conscious of that. I've had um, my managers when I was in PwC, even to my MD presently in my present place. He, he I'm not even sure he's aware that he mentors me, but mm -hmm. he's able to say, No, Anna, let's do it this way. No, even for when we are making decisions, he doesn't know I'm taking note of okay, this is the way we made this, there's a way we made this decision, like high-level decision, we made this decision because of this, I've already taken note of that, and he doesn't even know, He might maybe he knows, I'm not sure he does, he might not even know that I'm learning from all of that, so it's really like, you, I, I, I do not really emphasize like having like a mentor, maybe a career mentor that you look up to because, and I say that because like I've 
seen i've never really experienced it i've seen some people really have like bad experiences with like trying to choose like a career mentor and all of that but i would say that you regardless like no man is an island for you to grow into your next role you need to take advantage of learning opportunities so your managers at work your superiors you need to understudy them and i don't mean suck up to them i never i'm not i don't even know how to suck up i don't know how to play politics but i know how to learn so even for for every job i've taken on my first job i was so close to the chief accountant i don't mean friendly with him i mean any work he had to do i was always available to take it on because mm -hmm. i wanted to learn so and i ended up learning soft skills business ethics and a lot of other things aside the accounting from him my second job as business development i i a business developer i learned directly from my md and the business development manager and i picked so many things that i'm not even sure they knew that i was picking from there i would write it down in my journal some of them i would even just take notes and I, next thing as, I, as i'm growing i notice that i'm even doing some things like just unconsciously which because i've seen them do it and i've seen it work right to even my last job to come in here and i also learned to filter because the, and even when I, I i there was a point where i was working somewhere and i realized that the management style was not something that I was comfortable with especially because i didn't want to replicate it so i already started finding my way out so i like to filter bad ex like bad um, lessons and pick out the good ones because they will of course they might be bad lessons so I, I don't think that you necessarily have to have a mentor for this thing but i think take advantage of every opportunity to learn every opportunity to learn so sometimes you are lucky like in my present organization we ha we do things like coaching right we uh, we um consciously like mentor that's one is even better some people might not even have work in all those organizations even in pwc do coaching like you have a coach right that is helping that is mentoring you right sometimes some people don't even have like that kind of opportunity maybe because their organization yeah. does not provide that yeah. but you and but like i'll say that thing like one major um way to grow in your career is to take advantage of the learning opportunity any opportunity you see you've evaluated it and seen that this is a good opportunity go for it don't even let anybody even double you know to even say oh are you sure go for it with, with everything that you have so every opportunity to learn i take advantage of it whether it's opportunity from reading opportunity from project experience opportunity for understanding somebody take advantage of it so you can even be mentored indirectly that way wow thank you so much for the enlightenment mentioned something i i want us to just emphasize it emphasize on again you said that not everybody will be an entrepreneur whatever we want to be we should be and there is okay you mentioned something about what's really startup now a lot of you are coming out to at least start up something and multiply the data they have since the employment is not very much out there um so um when we have an idea i believe startup when we talk about startup it's not just about making money it's about um idea um creating an idea to solve problems so when you have an idea a problem solving idea that you want to build and that might be money consuming is it advisable to start small and let me use the word also lead through or go out there first to make the money to bankroll the idea 
Now, some of us think that when we go out and hold on on the idea, um, before we get out to make money and come back, someone else somewhere might have started that idea and is already doing something great with the idea. So what would be your perspective about this kind of scenario? Should I only start the idea as little as I can or in the small way I can, or just hold on, go out there and make the money, then come back and build this idea of mine? Okay, so 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 that's like I you know already emphasize that there's no parts. I I I honestly am um I always take a different perspective, even from my experience from watching other people's experiences, you understand that there's no parts, there's no right parts or wrong parts. Yeah. Everybody's figuring out their own path as they are working. You are creating your own path. So I can't even say do this first or do that first. But from experience, again, from review of a lot of things that I've seen, a lot of things that I've seen in my career, a lot of things I've seen from my career, a lot of things that I've also read, I would say that um, you can, I'll say that, first of all, something that's very important is, like, I think that entrepreneurs really need to have um, some work experience. I say this because, like, (laughs) organizational management people management organizational culture business ethics i don't think you can learn it in theory to be honest like you can have an idea but come and implement it a lot of organizations that have grown now that even starts because what makes a startup is the potential to accelerate it's not just the idea it's we expect that it's able to grow rapidly. Like that's what makes a startup. Because if you have an idea, you can just be an entrepreneur that is owns a one-man business, right? But if that business is able to grow rapidly, accelerate, right? Change the revenue is able to, you know, double, triple within a short time, right? It shows that the idea first of all solves a need that is really urgent, right? So I don't just think like you see a lot of startups that even after they've grown like they are even almost doing well you see so many scandals a lot of things are able to just come and destroy it and i when you trace it back you see that the people were not properly exposed to good cultures right not properly exposed to business proper business ethics and the rest i think that all those things are so important so i would really advise that the person gets like a working experience because so many things, like it's not just even being able to sell sell your product or services to a customer. You just have to treat your staff properly. Especially in this Nigeria, that hmm, the brain draining is becoming alarming. Talent gap. Everybody's talk, talking about talent gap up and down. Like um, basically, like the person needs to learn like different attributes, different skills from and even characteristics of like managing people you know managing a business like because yes it requires different people to make a business work i understand an idea work for example if you i always emphasize like having an accountant because if somebody is the accountant the, the person might not even be disciplined enough to you know not spend the business um profits which is supposed to like help run the business for the for subsequent years and all but there are some attributes that like the like the ceo or the uh, founder needs to pick up if not he's going to 
frustrates the people that are working like with him. So he needs to. So I, I definitely recommend that um, anybody, a lady, a man that wants to start up any idea, should also look to get experience. It's so important. It's very very important because there are so many so many aspects to running a business there are so many aspects to running a business aside how valuable how good your product is or services or how you can market it there are so many other things that matter in running a business so i would really recommend that um, people take advantage of um, working so i've seen some people actually start working and start um you know start running the idea together so i'm working presently and i have um, a dream to start a food business for example if i if you are able to be disciplined and manage your time you can actually run that properly at a small scale and when you see that that business is starting to accelerate starting to grow then you cannot decide to choose the business over like the job and all of that so i don't think that there's any part or there's any way that will say choose this one but these are options that people need to actually take note of because it's not just starting a business it's being able to manage that business for that business to be successful and there are a lot of things that are involved in like growing a business so that's what i'll say uh, thank you so much ma um finally ma um like you mentioned when we started you said you learned some secretly in life that when there's a will there's a way and I know you have quite a number of secrets that you are holding on to that um, that are your secrets to to what you have been able to attain. You said you still want to attain a lot of stuff. Um, can you share with us some of the few things as young guys trying to achieve big things? Um, some of the few things you believe we should hold on to that will guide us and help us become those things we are seeing as a vision. So uh, there are so many things. Me, I'm a Christian, so I. I think that that's the first thing that matters to me. The fact that um, if you mean I, I believe in I believe it's God, so I usually commit my, my my career, my opportunity. In fact, I I regard God as my career manager to begin with. So, like that is first. That's the first thing for me. I don't joke with God even when it comes to my career. First of all, then secondly, I think um, aside even like religion or being a christian or whatever you believe in right aside that i think the because people people end up doing one of one of them <laughs> either they they choose to maybe be christians and they are not even working but they are praying that some magic will just happen or they are working and not involving i think there needs to be the balance right mm -hmm. so i also recommend that anybody you want to build a career you want to achieve anything in this life you must be willing to put in the work like put in the work because a lot of people are shouting out there like even when i talk to them, i'm always arguing with people that when they say there are no jobs in nigeria i say that's a lie that's a very big lie there are even too many jobs in nigeria there's just a lot of people that are not willing to put in the work to get what they want so i'll give you an example for example when before this job this particular job i mean aside the fact that i was praying when i wanted to change jobs i was applying for four jobs a day i would not sleep till i find four jobs so, so sometimes i'm up to one name till i find my fourth job i will google different roles that i could take on and do you know after doing that for three weeks to one month 
I had almost three interviews a week. Can you just imagine? I was having three, three interviews a week for almost two months. So, how can I be having three interviews a week and somebody saying that there's no, there's no oh. job? It's stupid. There's job. But you cannot expect that you that you're sitting at home and waiting for one uncle to link you up with somebody and me that I'm doing four jobs a night. You cannot expect that we'll get the same result. Yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing something different. Before I even got this one, before I got PwC, I was doing almost, I think that time it was even worse because I really wanted to kickstart a career in accounting. So I was even more aggressive. I was doing over four jobs a, a day. And I would, I would apply to you. Like I had, I would sit down, adjust my CV. Nobody even taught me. Nobody told me, oh, Anna, this is how your CV should be. Today I'll do my CV this way. When, it, when I don't get a response, I'll go and Google it. How should my CV be? How detailed should my CV be? All of that. I will redo my CV again. Till by the time I saw that, oh, some people were responding to me. I said, okay, that means this CV is working. That means this CV is not working. That's how I was doing it till I got like short system and I did interview. So people are not willing to put in the work. Like nothing jumps. There's nothing I will just jump and say, oh, Mowale, I'm for you. Come and take me. There's no, there's nothing that will. Will, will jump at you like that you have to work for it so it's not just saying it's not just shouting and you see all see all those people like this that say they are no jobs you see them shouting they are no jobs how can you say they are no jobs me how am i getting it i'm doing something different right <laughs> so really i would say like whatever you want you must be willing to put in the work you must be willing to put in the work like if you say that i want this this card, eh? And I'm going to, this is my strategy to get this card. I tried for two, it doesn't work. I changed strategy. Mm. Just because, like, because of the effort and energy you are putting into it, you are also taking feedback that, oh, this approach I used was wrong. Let me use this approach. There's no way you will not get it. Like, I don't even, there's no, no way that you will not get it. Aside other things that you learn, like, because I'm even looking at it from an entry-level point of view. Mm. I'm not even as exp an experienced person. So, as an so you, you just graduated from school, you are trying to get a job. My dear, you need to put in the work. Like, don't, when I was, when I just finished school, then I had uncles and aunties that were promising me heaven and earth. I did not even listen to any of them because <laughs> I've heard so many stories about how people <laughs> promise and fail. I did not even listen to any of them. Mm -hmm. I put in the work because, and I can tell you boldly that there's no job I've ever gotten that somebody like helped link me up with i've never got seen that opportunity that was linked up with right mm. i put in the work and i saw results so i think that's it aside that i am um, disciplined like people need to learn when you see opportunities you have to be disciplined at it like so that you because um it's so important that you make a good name for for yourself wherever you go because guess what there are people that are looking at you that you're not even aware, I'm taking note mm. of what you are doing. Someone used to tell me that, um, yes, that the, he does things this way. Yes, everyone might say, ah, this is stressful. This is a stressful approach, la, 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 and all of that. People might be saying that now, but guess what? When somebody says, oh, I'm looking for, I'm looking for a chief accountant that will deliver this thing. Do you know that all of us will say, ah, something, will divide that's just it like because people are watching that you don't even know 
so at every point you have to be disciplined and diligent at your work and so that you make a very good name for yourself because so that because when opportunities arise like people need to be able to vouch for you to say anna is able to deliver on this work that's what i was saying thank you so much ma uh, uh, okay i i really want to sincerely appreciate you ma i I personally learned from it um, beyond me um, dishing this out to to my audience, to everyone out there to learn. Personally, I've learned from this and I'm sure this one will <laughs> change my life and um, I'm literally serious with my comments now. I will take my life to the next level it should be. And I really want to appreciate you again now for your time. Your time is so precious. I know <laughs> with the level of management that you have, I know how precious your time is and the things you attend to. That you're able to give out this time to be on this platform with me. I know it took a lot of things and I'm really grateful and I sincerely appreciate you, ma. Thank you so much, ma. God bless you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate this a lot, ma. Hi, I'm Anna Aikohi. I'm the Chief Operating Officer at Space in Africa, and I'm on Team Talk with Timo Dumuwa.